And now, live from Dining Room Studios in Hollywood, California, it's Thursday on the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes her guests. Comedian Jenna Kim Jones will show you how to view an ex's Facebook page after you've been blocked. Hashtag Al will model Nike's hot new line of curling shoes. Producer Greg Heller will discuss his new book on managing personal finances titled Have Your Wife Do It While You Go Surfing. And Chef Jeff is here to ice your cupcake. I'm her husband Daniel, which I know sounds a lot worse than it is. Say and hop on board the love bus and say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Hello, my little gummy worms. It's me, Allison. Welcome to another exciting Thursday show. We're all here. Hello, Greg Keller. Hi, Allison. Hello, Jenna Kim Jones. Hello. Hi, Alan. Hello. Hi, Daniel. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, Jeff. Hi, Allison. Did I hear you and Al speaking fluent French before the show? Can I hear a little bit of that? Negociant. (laughs) 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 Impressive. Merci. <laughs> anyway, uh, yes, Greg, you did hear a tiny bit of marital strife happening during the theme song. <laughs> I was just having a conversation with Daniel, but he didn't understand what I was, was saying or I never hear understood. what I was saying. It was an interesting conversation. The, the conversation was, you didn't take my note. No, I didn't you didn't take, take my note. <laughs> it was, you didn't first take my all, note, question mark. First of all, I can't read lips, and people are always doing that thing where they're like, to me, well, and I'm just like, I don't know what the fuck you're saying. That pause that the audience heard was you doing some mouthing, mouthing yes. words. Yeah. Yes. What was they the know. note? I want to know what the note was. But I, I'll tell you one second. But okay. Daniel, I wasn't. I wasn't mouthing the words. I was saying you didn't take my note. You didn't take the note. Yes, but I have headphones on, and you weren't on mic, so I couldn't hear you. Well, the mics were off. So. Okay. Yes. Look. So it's to not, me, everyone is being did this traumatized. Just happened because I missed it <laughs> yes. completely. Okay, it did just happen. Whoops. So anyway, beforehand, oftentimes Daniel will send me hit the intros and ask mm-hmm. if I have any suggestions. So I had a suggestion, mm-hmm. and then when I heard him do the intro, he did it. not take my note. <laughs> so that's what I was. Oh, hey, you mm-hmm. didn't take my note. Mm-hmm. Didn't use it. Right. I thought it would be funnier. For me, but in my voice, which mm-hmm. is not your voice, I get it. If mm-hmm. the Al joke was Al... Get ready, everybody. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> what was yours? I mean, how did yours start? He will model... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't use it, Jeff. Hashtag I will model Nike's hot new line of curling shoes. I thought it'd be... To, for please, my taste, please, no, no, please tell everybody how much taste. funnier it could have been. <laughs> no, that's not what I'm saying. It would have been... Will model Nike's new line of brake shoes for curling. Oh my god, oh man, that is so good. <laughs> okay, <laughs> gold. <laughs> Everyone, we should just do it again, right? <laughs> oh yeah, that was just a warm up. No, I'm not doing it again. Did Al talk about curling on the last show? Yeah. Yes, the brake shoes. The brake shoes. The, oh, yeah. oh yeah, Hence oh yeah, brake yeah, yeah. shoes. And everyone believed me, right? And then, yes. and then questioned themselves. <laughs> yes, you could say anything is a part of curling, and nobody would know. That's very true. Yeah. 
All right, let's move on in one second. Um, because I feel now that it is, I feel that I have offended you. No, actually, I'm fine. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. I was just playing. We're good. Are you sure? <sighs> Tonight! There's no, there's no way to get out of this. Tonight! <laughs> Tonight! Um, yes, I also I'm fine. thought. I'm totally fine. I, I also thought. The only reason I didn't use your note okay. was because <laughs> I forgot. To include it. Oh, I are you sure? also didn't think it was a, a market improvement, but I would have used it. Okay, it's okay. Um, now, Rit, before I took us on this super uncomfortable detour that I'm sure I will get tweets about, um, I was thinking we should just take a vote on new intro versus old intro. But okay. I feel like if I if we do that now, it'll just be making this oh, uncomfortable detour. You're, even more. you're no, we're going to do it. Next assuming week. there's awkwardness, there's not. For me, there is. Okay. Well, but I don't. This is Wait, coming... let me go get my 10 foot pole out of my car. <laughs> no, I'm not going to get my 10 foot pole out of the car. I honestly <laughs> do not care. I don't have any. I'm not offended. This is coming on the heels of earlier tonight. Earlier when? Tonight. Tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Daniel said to me, in a way that's like, and, and first of all, I think, I don't think any, like, let me rephrase. <laughs> I trust that we will die together <laughs> in, oh, in many, many years. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I'm saying is we're not... We're, Tonight. <laughs> we get a little murder suey action no, over here. <laughs> no, I'm saying we're not splitting up. But we had one, okay. I had one of those But do moments. you have to die at the same time? I know, right? <laughs> Jesus. Well, one, one of you is going to die first for sure, and it's probably going to be Daniel. Uh, yeah. There's plenty of movies that show that old people can die at the same time. Yeah. What, Titanic... Thank you. <laughs> Notebook, <laughs> didn't they die within like five minutes Probably. of each other? My mom's parents died. But Titanic, they died at the same time because the ship <laughs> sank. You Still. never know. Right. Okay. Right. Yeah, no, it's true. <laughs> All I'm saying is, earlier tonight, Daniel said mm. something to me where I thought, if we ever were to split up, I would look back and think, that's when it began to all fall apart. And what, <laughs> what, Daniel, what you said to me was... You only ever laugh anymore these days at your own farts. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let me explain. All right, all right. So I need to deconstruct this for you, obviously. <laughs> um, so I've had a horrible migraine headache all day and was in a foul Not mood. Not my fault. Yeah. No. Well, who knows? <laughs> uh, <laughs> but so I, I was like, nothing is funny when you've got a really bad headache, which is gone now, but. I did. And I look over at you and you're giggling hysterically, <laughs> which can only be one thing. So I go, did you fart? You said yes. So I pointed <laughs> out, I knew why you were laughing hysterically. I would have laughed, but I had a headache. So instead I pointed out that the only thing that you laugh at is your own uh, farts. <laughs> I know, but it seemed like there was a lament in it. Like you used to laugh at me. I know. And what I'm saying is the energy, butt. the energy was because I had a headache and I wanted to throw up. Okay. Mm. Anyway, I I'd also like was to... smelling your fart and I wanted to throw up. <laughs> I told you to stay on your side. By the way, <laughs> now that we're talking about your farts, I was in I was at my desk last night. I'm so glad my wife is a psychologist, by the way. Sometimes uh, when I'm sitting here, I'm like, what if Ayala was a podcaster? <laughs> what would my life be like? <laughs> right? I'm at my desk working. I, and I, being, I, I want uh, the audience to know I don't know where this is going. Oh, you do. <laughs> I'm at my desk. The, the office. Uh, you're not in. The, you're not in the office, and it's just you know having a good, nice Sunday evening, a nice last, fartless Sunday. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the, the final hours of my weekend, 
and uh, you kind of rush by, go to the bathroom, and it and it and I, it was like this. It was like someone was cooking cauliflower, you know. And she cooks cauliflower. You guys, Allison is laughing so hard right now; it's fucking crazy. So I'm like, did she just cook cauliflower? And I didn't hear the microwave or something. So she comes back in she goes around because there's two doors to the bathroom she comes back in and i'm like sweetheart please tell me you just cooked cauliflower (laughs) on the way to the bathroom and instead she crop dusted all the way through and it's like you know first of all there's two doors to the bathroom you could have gone the other way secondly you know that i'm enjoying my weekend's final hours I feel like it's a deliberate, aggressive move. It's not to make me smell your butt. I will, <laughs> I will concede. It might be passive aggressive. Yeah, it's but like I'm not oh, aware he's ignoring me. He's at my desk. I'm gonna f- go fart next to him. <laughs> make him get up. It's absolutely not that. Mm-hmm. I told you what happened was mm-hmm. I thought crazy. That one didn't smell. <laughs> I was convinced that I was like golden and odorless. So you were, I was it, surprised. You were let's let, let's say what really happened. You were in the hallway right outside of the room. Yeah, but usually when you did this, and then you you drafted it in. You, I was you, I you thought pulled it, stayed, it in, but I didn't even you, smell it ever. But you know what happens with farts? If we're honest, is like. The fart, the initial fart is trapped in your pants, right? <laughs> it's like, so if you just stood in one place, I think the fart would stay like mostly in your pants. But as you walk and air moves around your pants, yeah, it is. the fart starts to disperse. So if you fart and then you start walking, your pants flutter a little bit and it distributes, you're throwing parts of the fart around. Yeah, yeah and she, it doesn't help that you wear the, the baggy uh, pajama pants yeah. that act like a... Like one of those things that you use oh, to bellow. puff the, the yeah <laughs> the bellow. fireplace fart, fart, on yeah. yeah. <laughs> fart chat. I didn't know you had a problem with my pajama pants. <laughs> no, but I agree with Daniel. Doing that inflating like, farts into my nose. Baggier pants that almost act as like a they like a big top, like right. a circus or whatever. <laughs> sure, like, like if my uh, butt is being tented for termites. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they'll move the fart. They'll circulate the fart around a lot more. I bet if you're Fart in yoga pants. Ah, that's a bad example because it probably goes right through the yoga pants. I feel like you've perfected the move of of aiming it even like right into my nose. Like it just like it's. You're it, being it fartistic, narcissistic. <laughs> if someone can smush the word fart and narcissistic into one word, narcissistic though is kind yeah. of yeah. That's a type of Jew, I think. <laughs> right, <laughs> the North African Jews. The, the narcissistic. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's funny because I got a comment recently on Twitter saying that I had dumbed myself down for the Thursday gang and I was so much more intelligent on the no. Monday gang. And I was like, what is she referring to? <laughs> yeah. No, we're dumbing you down. <laughs> dur, 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 dur. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, honey. Anyway, how's everyone doing? Great. Jenna, you look beautiful. Oh, thanks. Glowing. New hair. Uh, n- yeah, I guess it's, well, it's like a week, but, uh, Sam was like an angel today. She didn't do anything bad all day. So I like... And she slept all night. She slept all night and then she took little naps all day and there were moments where I actually sat at my computer and got work done wow. for the first time in a very long time. So I'm like, great. She, I did my hair, makeup. There was time to do it so I didn't have to like rush. I don't know what her deal was today because she was pretty naughty all weekend. Wait, what? How, how's a newborn <sighs> naughty? 
She screamed in our face all weekend, pretty it's much. Like, <laughs> pretend you're holding just a 10-pound bag of flour, and you're that really tired, you. and every time you sit it down, it just screams at you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have to hold it some more. And then like you go, like, well, I'll just sit down. And then you sit down, and it screams at you for sitting down. <laughs> and you go, like, you're being kind of a butthead. And <laughs> yeah. you have to stop. That's how I know Al's reached his limit. Yeah. And he's like, Sam's being a real butthead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I know. Yeah. Tell me about it. But then today she like flipped a switch and was like, I'm just perfect and wonderful. She's smiling and Aww. playing with yeah. me and very interactive. So I don't know. She must have just been tired all weekend, you know, partied too hard. Well, uh, I told you earlier, but everyone go to Jenna's Instagram oh. at Jenna Kim Jones <laughs> yes. because there's a picture of Samantha smiling mm-hmm. and you smiling side to side and it is the cutest thing oh, ever yeah. in the whole cute. world. Yeah. Thank super you. Cute. Super Smile. cute. I, it was, it was a, uh, a real triumph for our mother-daughter relationship, I feel like. <laughs> mm-hmm. And Greg, you have no power. What? <laughs> Oh, at my house. Yeah. Oh, God. Sorry. <laughs> That's what I, I had like such an, I had a momentary existential crisis for like one second. I was like, she's right. I have no power. She peered into your soul. And I never will. That's just the way it is. <laughs> We've seen through you. You're a paper tiger. <laughs> yeah, the power has been out of my house for like six hours. It's We're probably right at the edge of throwing food away. Wow. Yes. Are you doing that thing where you don't open the fridge at all? No, I cooked it? actually in pitch black. I actually How? in the with the oh stove. with the, with the yeah. gas stove. I I love power outages. I love candles and I love pitch blackness. I if I had my way, my own way, Druthers, Druthers, I would live my whole life by candlelight. I like hate lights and I love soft. Mm. Fl- I love power outages. I get that. Um, what? <laughs> I'm with I you. I love, I love, I love harsh fluorescent lighting. I'm with you though. In the, I, I do prefer the low light. I'll, I'll, this is a point of contention too. Mm. I was in like super bright TV lights. The bi- one of the most constant discussions, which is another way of saying arguments in my house, is about the lights. I wake up in the morning. I always usually up 20 minutes before me, and the fucking lights are on all over the house, and it's light outside. It's not light, but it's like nice. It's mm-hmm. like that first blue in the morning. And I think your eyes are supposed to adjust slowly to the day. And I walk, wake up and I turn off every light in the house. Ugh. And that she's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, it's beautiful this morning. Let's just like let the day happen and I'll cook in this like soft blue light, like a French movie or whatever. And then oui, oui. the day will happen. <laughs> A French she, movie where no one can see anything and you can't find your socks. <laughs> but you can see everything. You just have to give your eyes a chance to see things. Okay. I feel like this is a conversation that's happened in this house as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I feel very hindered by trying to get ready in the morning with like just one tiny light or no light. I feel but like I mean, you even, you even want more light in the living room. I mean, you want more light everywhere. Yeah. Daniel's always turning lights off and I'm always turning them on. Soft lighting. That's yeah. like kind of my whole jam. I'll get <laughs> Al will get home from work and every single light will be off in the house and he'll be like, Are you okay? Are you having a lot of feelings today? How you I'm doing, like, buddy? I'm fine. <laughs> this is how I live when you're gone in the dark. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I never turn the lights on. Turn on the bathroom light? Sometimes. Yeah. But not always. I don't turn on lights yeah. unless I have have to. Mm-hmm. And I keep them as low when I'm cooking, which is like a big part of my day every day, I cook in the minimum amount. Of light, I need to see what's happening. In it's the more, kitchen. it's calming. 
Yeah. 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 It's Being true. in a lot of light is just it's like it's frantic. Kind of yes. Yeah. Um, for you. <laughs> For me, I'm more comforted by a lot of light. No, no, this is a Maybe rule. I'm afraid of the dark. <laughs> I agree. Light feels good. It makes you happy. Yes. Yeah. It's like a, I want a sunshine home that's coming alive. In. Yeah, I want yeah. the windows coming in. I want sunshine in. coming in too. I want a ton. I mm-hmm. want to be bathed in sunlight, but I don't want sunshine outside and mm. lights inside. I could do with oh, the I'm sunshine. Oh, I'm fine with that. Yes, <laughs> me too. I would like a blizzard outside and light inside. Yeah. <laughs> but what about when you're like camping at night? Is that's like the best thing ever? Firelight is the best light ever. Oh, I've I never agree. considered camping with a halogen light. <laughs> well, we used but maybe to, I'd be into it. Well, there are those lights. What are they, the Coleman lanterns yeah. that, that are kind of like halogen? They're super white lights. They're incandescent. Yes. Oh, that's what um, Luke Perry said that Brenda's eyes were on 90210. Mm-hmm. What was Va-va-boom. his character's name? Dylan. I don't remember. Dylan, thank you very much. Yeah. Jeff, you have not weighed in on lights or farts. Uh... Farts are funny. Thank you. Thank you, Jeff. I don't know if I fall out and uh, go into asphyxiation the way that you do at my own farts. I'm amused by my own farts, but I'm amused at how amused you are by your own farts. I think I'm that's very funny. I'm amused at how amused I am, too. It's weird. Is that what it is? It's like the snake eating its own tail, like you're well, laughing at how much you're laughing at your farts? I don't know. It's a very, very, very childish response, I'm right. aware. Like, I may as well be as well it should be baby laughing i think it's embarrassment plus just farts are funny and like and oftentimes this the odor is just making it all funnier do you laugh at as hard at your own farts when you're by yourself or is it just when you know that daniel smells them (laughs) that's a good question thank you thank you um Typically only in the presence of Daniel, except <laughs> that sometimes if I'm alone, I will imagine what it would be like if he were there. <laughs> and then I crack up. This is when, this, so he's a big part of this equation. So when I yeah, asked he, if you thought of me today, that is just you <laughs> thinking of me smelling your farts. I thought of you about four times. Two were right before I took a dump. <laughs> and one was like an hour before. Um, do, do you Dutch oven yourself, Allison? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Not on purpose. But it happens. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's a no-brainer. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I, it just ha- happened uh, 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 like last week where I'm. This is I, I got more I went to bed and I, 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 I went over to uh, gra- to hold you. Al to is sleep, embarrassed to spoon you, and it was just like it was just like you had just <laughs> farted, and it was just like oh fuck fuck. It was just like it rocketed. It was like a thousand hobos just farted in my nose at once. <laughs> Timing was unbelievable. This should be a Monday show, and me and Alan Jenna should just leave. And you I know, guys right? Just do ninety minutes of farting, yeah. farting on each other. I feel like the one listener who's still tuned in might not appreciate that. I, there have been times too, and not a couple times when um, we, I've been we've been talking. I've said something funny, and you've laughed, and, I, oh, yeah, I, yeah. and then I said you just farted, right? And you were like, yes. Like I could have thought, but I knew there's no way you're laughing at my joke because you don't laugh this hard at anything except one thing. <laughs> Are there, if you take like a baby and you raise it in a vacuum, I guess this has never really happened, but like do are humans programmed to laugh at farts or is it cultural to laugh at farts? Ooh, I think your wife would be able to answer this, right? Maybe. Yeah, that's an interesting question, isn't it? Like, it seems pretty primal to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to think. Sam hasn't laughed at her own farts yet. In fact, she usually <laughs> cries afterwards. But she's like, not. Mm. She's gonna laugh when you laugh, right? 
Probably. I don't know. Or when her husband complains. Then she'll Yeah, laugh. there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I think I it's know. it's that you're doing something that's a that's gonna bother someone else and that's funny. Yeah. It's like you're you will be naughty, I guess. Yeah. And the yeah. sound is it's just the sound is hilarious. It's a funny sound. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. it and it's so it's so unavoidable and weird. That's yeah. what's funny about it. It's just yeah. it's just funny. It's just so It's like stupid. the opposite of, of what I stand for. I stand for light and positivity. If every fart sounded exactly the same, it wouldn't be as funny. It's the unpredictable nature of the Daniel, sound. I think that's very astute. Yeah. And I think mm. on that note, we could close the chapter <laughs> this chapter of fart chat. We can squeeze it shut. Okay. I just have to I have to add one more. Okay. One more mm-hmm. toot. Um <laughs> The timing of that night you're talking about was unbelievable. Yeah. It was it was an unusual night. IVF you, IVF comp let me just say. Yes. This is this, this is, is fair. my farts are turbocharged. Mm. IVF messes with everything, including your whole well, the you, whole workings well, of everything. You had but you had I had painful, been I had been gas. super <laughs> And you hadn't been able to fart all day. Less less detail. I was like, yeah. I was so So bloated. I got a whole day's worth. I was so bloated that I was like showing you my... I felt this discomfort that began Mm -hmm. right under my breasts, basically. Right. And I was like, what is is hurting so bad right at the top of my rib cage? And I looked in the mirror and it was like my whole body was filled with air. I've never been that bloated and distended. Um, and so this went on for hours and I was very uncomfortable and I think it's the hormones. But then finally, I felt like a little bit of pressure release like, at ah. night and I was, f- I was in bed facing you Point, with my pointing it, pointing, pointing it away. Yeah. And I was like, oh, thank God. And then you rolled over to snuggle. I mean, it was like, it was like yeah. my fart beckoned you. Does anything exactly. ever happen in this house where you look at each other and go, we're not talking about this on the show? I didn't intend to talk about this. <laughs> anyway, sorry. I'm sorry. I, I'm not. I'm not offended. No, I'm, I, but I'm, I feel, I'm just personally curious if there are if there are things that happen in your marriage that are off limits yes. for the show. Yes, probably there are some. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, Jeff, how do you feel about light? I'm. I'm going to split the difference between the two camps. I like bright lighting when I'm working, but not abrasive lighting mm. so i need ample lighting because i'm old and blind but i i'm very sensitive about lighting i don't like fluorescent lighting um i like incandescent lighting on my desk and i like things to be evenly lit when i'm working but i don't like bright bright lighting um and then when i'm just relaxing and lounging around the house i like uh a, sort of a controlled lighting so i'll Whenever possible, I will lower the lights as much as tolerable. Mm, there are like are. endless lamps at his house. Do you know, so he could just like set the That's right the way light. To be right. There you are. Know? That. I have yeah. I have overhead uh, halogen lights that are on a dimmer, mm-hmm. and then I have a standing lamp in one corner, and then in another corner I have one of those lamps that has three settings on it, and actually has three different bulbs in it. Oh, really? Oh, yep. snap. I've never yeah. even seen that. Yeah, it's like a vintage lamp. So it splits out into three things. And it's cool. There's a foot switch on it. So you can go, boop, boop, boop. it's like distortion pedal. <laughs> but yeah, one bulb is uh, one bulb is the CFL. And so I leave that on when I'm just leaving mm. the lights on because it's efficient. But it's ugly. I hate CFL lighting. Yeah. Um, one's incandescent and the other one's uh, the third one. Not like LED. red light. Yeah, it's red <laughs> light for when I'm... Yeah. What do you guys when think of those recording. networked, like, multicolored lights? Have you seen these? No, what's that? 
their lights, their I think they're LED. I'm not sure, but uh, you can control from your phone and you can change the color of the room so they can be any color. Mm-hmm. But you can set programs so that like. Um, I don't know, like the lights will flicker if you land in LAX. Like it's so, it's all connected to your phone. So when I come home, it could turn the lights purple so that everyone in the house knows that I'm home. Could it warn you that Allison has farted? (laughs) Ooh, I would be into that. Like everything turns green. <laughs> what is? Do they well, have, it already turns green. Do so they have brown have LEDs? <laughs> <laughs> um. So I have been kind of in a cranky, icky, um, unpleasant mood today. Um. Just a low, sort of discouraged IVF mood, and IVF is just draining anyway, and it's a roller coaster. And I think in general, it's just kind of like. It feels like a bummer until all of a sudden there's some success and then, you know, you end up at the end, hopefully with, with a baby some, somehow, and then it feels good. But there's a lot of like discouraging things along the way. Um, I just had an egg retrieval. I didn't talk about it ahead of time. Um, it was a completely unmedicated cycle, which was surprising so I had an egg retrieval like three weeks ago and then I went to my doctor when I got my period, which is how it works. You go on day two and she saw some um, follicles in there and it it made her – she said, let's get your estrogen level. If it's high, we're going to wait another month. If it's low, we can start. Um, and I don't even understand the particulars of that exactly. But I said to her – Given that a woman normally produces an one egg, like a normal ovulating woman produces one egg a month, and I typically, even when they stimulate me, will produce like one to two eggs and we'll get one embryo, I was like, I'm not saying we should do this, but I'm just curious, what is the point really of giving me all this medication? Like, why not just go in and get that one egg that I'm normally producing anyway? And she explained that the the benefit of the medication is that then they can control a lot more things. Um, Cause I was like, does all this medication help improve the quality of the egg? And she said, they don't really know that there's a lot. They, it's frustrating the way they don't know a lot of stuff. So anyway, by controlling a lot of things, did she mean the billing cycle? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and also your ovulation, okay. um, but also the billing cycle. But, um, but so anyway, my estrogen was high. Her, she said in her gut, she felt like she should, we should wait another month. But if I wanted um, we could just do a completely unmedicated cycle and just go in and get that egg that was uh, – there were two that were growing and they were left over from the previous cycle. Like my – the stimulation medication was still in me. So it's like I had these freebie – freebie two of them. So we decided to do that and they went in and they got one egg um, and this was – just at the end of the last week, they got one egg and it was mature and it fertilized. And I was so excited because it, it felt like this, like we had like cheated the system. We got this freebie egg somehow and it was, it was fast and it was easy and I didn't have to do a whole bunch of medication. It's like they're paying you to ovulate now. <laughs> exactly. It's finally paying you're, off. You're playing with house money. <laughs> I mean, I did have to do the trigger shot, which is why part of why I'm cranky now is because that, uh, causes your hormones to do a whole bunch of stuff. But anyway, um, but I found out today that the egg is a four cell, not an eight or nine cell, which is what they would want. And 
the on the last cycle, we also had a four cell, the one egg that fertilized with a four cell. And a time before that, we also have a four cell. So at this point, we have four high-quality day three embryos and now three four cells. Um, and in my, like where my head went was, oh no, I'm at the end of my good eggs. Like I'm, it's just not working anymore. And I, like I began getting catastrophizing everything. I talked to my doctor. She said, that's not the case. What she said is she went back and she looked at my cycles and this is getting real, like a lot of details. So anyway, um, the cycles where I start growth hormones sooner and where I stimulate longer produce better embryos. So let's just do that next time. But my reaction is like, we just spent so much money on these last two cycles and we didn't do that and we could have. And she was on vacation for one of them and it was this other doctor. Who's Kim Kardashian's doctor? Like he's a good doctor, um, but he's not the one who has... Uh, done apparently also whitney cummings doctor and i don't think i'm revealing How do you know anything he's kim kardashian's doctor because uh i saw keeping up with the kardashians and they showed him <laughs> but also um also apparently whitney cummings said that she saw whitney cummings was on stern she froze her eggs she talked about it and she saw kim kardashian in the waiting room which made me go oh she goes to the same place as well um it's the fact that he's kim kardashian's doctor not important i'm just saying He's somewhat important. I would sort say. of some color. Um, <laughs> he's very he's very well respected. He's good as well, but he's not the one who has treated me each time, so he doesn't know the particulars of how I react. So this was the cycle before this last one. He said, "Let's up the dosage of this certain drug." And I knew that my doctor, who was on vacation, wanted to do the exact same thing as the time before. So I was a little bit like, "Oh, I don't know if I should do that because that's different than before." And I emailed her and told her about this. Um, and asked her and she said, yeah, go for it. But as it turns out, the things that, and he wanted to do my retrieval on a certain day. And I was like, that's earlier than we ever do it. Um, and I emailed like, I think from where, wherever she was, New Jersey or something like she couldn't really be calling the shots from far away. So I just went with what he said. But as it turned out, her hunch is because of these differences in the protocol, that is why it was only one egg and why it was only a four cell that time, which is super frustrating to me. However, I get that the only way we know that is because we did it. I mean, what she said is we couldn't have known maybe all these changes would have had better results. But anyway, like that irks me. Um, and the four cell thing, people can still get pregnant with four cell eggs, but I guess um, a eight or nine cell embryo has a 30% chance of being like a viable pregnancy and one that's four cell has a 10% chance. So I don't know what I was trying to figure out. And I don't know if anyone knows statistics on this level. If they implant three and each one has 30% chance overall, what are your chances? Do you think Al knows? <laughs> yes. Does Al know? Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> Does Al, if a train leaves Allison's uterus at 3 p.m., <laughs> What are the odds she will have a baby by midnight? Let's go around. <laughs> this is this is prime. What does Al know? Before we do this, I thought the last cycle, the four cell matured more than four cells. It kept growing, which means that it's it's not like they if it they gave it one more day to grow. If it hadn't 
continued growing, they were just going to discard it because it was like Garf. Al is doing math on his phone. Al is doing, he's that doing the statistics math on his phone. Just checking. I'm just checking. I okay. Gotta, I got to make sure. But that's, Al, I think that's cheating. That's fine. Wait, and I'm okay. I, I'm willing to admit that. He's okay with cheating. Yeah. So I don't think fine. that I don't think that's cheating because well, he knows. To find out what Al inherently knows, yeah. Oh, and I'll, I'll freely admit that uh, I know I could figure it out, but I don't know for certain what what I'm saying is accurate. He's checking but, to see if he's right. Does that okay. make sense? Okay. I can do it in the numbers. But yeah, now just we're just playing <laughs> what what can Al confirm? Yeah, well, but nah, he'll he'll tell us. No, I'm happy to say I'm happy to say no. I don't know that off the top of my head. What the chances are? But he knows. How to find out, which I don't know. What was the question? <laughs> it was, if they implant three embryos and each of them has a 30% chance of turning into a viable pregnancy, what are the overall chances? Oh, Jesus. No. <laughs> 90%. That's you just what I add them, to right? Be. That's what I wanted to <laughs> be, but so, I don't think it's that. I, I'd like to recant my prior rant. If Al can figure out the method of answering that question, then, then I, yes. as far as I'm concerned, that's a valid answer. Yeah. So the question is, what's your overall <laughs> chance of... Getting pregnant. Getting Three. pregnant in that scenario. Yes. And I don't even, I don't know how to find out the answer to that. You need one of those fancy calculators. like people. I have, have one school. of those, but I wouldn't even know which button and to push. And you need push. to use the, the one thing that kind of looks like a long check mark. Oh, the function key? Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Or fact- I remember that, that one. Something? Is that function? That's square root. That's square root. <laughs> square root. Thank you. Oh my god! No, not the square root. <laughs> anyway, Daniel, the answer to your question is yes. It kept growing, which means it has temper. It's ten percent chance versus thirty percent chance. Okay, now, Al, what but are the it, odds? But why is it still considered He's still a working cell? on oh, okay. it? Doesn't it? Uh, because it's it was slower. It was like eight or nine cell on day four, and it should have been fifty cells. So or this, the the number has to do with what it was on a particular day, not how many it has. Today. Yes, I correct. It. Why do we assume that Al is so good at math? Al, are you exceptional at math? No, I'm terrible at math. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Why? Like, assume yeah. Al is Because computers, good at math. Tend, you tend to think of that as a math thing. Yeah, but they're not really. Right? Uh, well, computers are very much math based if you're doing like computer science. But, but uh, IT I'm not, work is not I'm math based, right? Uh, it depends on what type of IT it work does? you're doing. Absolutely. Yeah, it's all binary. It's all ones and zeros the thing and about it though is just that Al will take the time to figure it out you know what right, I mean right, it's right. like even if he's not good at something he'll like he'll become good at it because he wants to figure it out so should yeah. we go around and, <laughs> and weigh in on if we think Al knows how well, to find us. out <laughs> Al, for sure oh. Al knows how to find out yeah he could he could and in I fact I bet by well. now Al knows the answer he's really close I can tell things are happening over here Al? Oh man! Well, I, I don't know. I don't, yeah, oh, this what? is a surprise. This is a surprise. Al? Yeah, is she going to mm-hmm. get pregnant? <laughs> <laughs> I I will I will release the math, but I I can't do it right now. But yeah. Oh, but you know how to? I think so. Then yeah. I think what we're all do? right. Oh, I think wow. you have to use it's it's all probability. Is mm. all it is. and it's all like you. I learned this in uh, like business statistics. You have to go and do all these kinds of things. Like like if you run some sort of sale. Like, like if a you're a gas station right? and you say, we'll give you a free tank of gas if you can get eight, eight point eight eight, nine point nine nine, you know, or whatever. And what's the probability of someone going and filling up the gas and letting go and getting you that exact one? And what's your payout? And you try to figure out, like, as a business, could you even offer that? And would you lose too much money? Oh, Things like that. Yeah. Well, I think I think the way to figure out the question, too, is that if you have one egg, mm-hmm. there's a 30 percent chance. So ballpark. 
call that one in three chance. So you have a one in three chance with one egg. By adding another egg, does that increase the probability overall, or is it still a one in three? That's what I'm wondering. That shit always confuses me, though, because in my mind, I go, well, now that's a two in six chance, but then that's just the same (laughs) as one in three. Rise each one. Each one one has the same odds, no matter how many you have. Because don't you just, like, no matter what the statistic is, like, four eighths is the same as two fourths. Which is also one half. One I'm half. Sorry. Right. <laughs> what gets just fear everyone's at? It feels like it should be 90%. I don't think that's right. But. Well, like if you flipped a coin and every time you flip the coin, it's 50-50 chance of it getting either one, right? And it's always going to be 50-50 every single time you flip it. But if you flip it Four 10 times. times, the odds of it getting heads 10 times... You know or I mean? if like you're flipping the, the, the ten coins getting, at the same the time, no, we're getting, just we just want to get one heads right, once, right, though. right. So if you have if you flip it three oh times, the odds of getting a he- heads has to be higher because over than three just once. flips. Yeah. Three even tries. though it's only fifty percent. Well, that's time. why she wants to put in three when I would rather put in two. Mm. Right, there must be a higher probability, or else there wouldn't be no. any purpose. Yeah, for but putting what we're saying, in, yeah, right? but what we're saying to her is. It's not about she wants to put three in at a time, right? To maximize the opportunity that I will get pregnant each time they do a transfer. No, no, no. no. But the thing is, okay, what we're saying mm-hmm. is instead of three at a time, let's do two at a time because yes. we don't want triplets. Yes. Um, or we want to reduce the risk of twins. Um, but the um, the odds are not going to be lower doing two at a time than three at a time. The odds will only be lower if you only ever do three versus if you only ever do two. What? <laughs> I don't know. It's not. I, I doing three at a like time I'm does not in increase your country. odds overall. No, 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 no. I know. But I'm saying it increases your odds for on the that, individual transfer. transfer. Exactly. Right. right. Yes. Okay. So we're in agreeance. That's what. Uh, didn't Fred Durst say that? That's Fred Durst's word. Okay. Um, oh, my God. Do you know who would totally <laughs> know this? The good people over at Betterment. Betterment is the largest and fastest growing automated investing service, managing over $3 billion for over 100,000 customers. They help people manage and grow their wealth through smarter technology for a fraction of the cost of traditional financial services. Betterment offers exceptional customer service and great advice, helping you make better financial decisions, invest for your personal goals, and stay on track for retirement. So for example, you can tell them what your goals are, and they can give you actionable steps to get there. For example... I could say to them, hey, I want to lose 10 pounds and uh, I want to get more into kayaking. And they could be like, actually, that's probably not the kind of advice they offer. But they do <laughs> offer tons of advice. They even take into account your non-betterment assets. They'll tell you if you're on track or off track to meet your goal and then implement the plan for you. The technology automates everything from rebalancing and tax-efficient investing to deposits and personalized advice. Get up to six months of automated investing free and more information when you go to betterment.com slash Allison. That's betterment, B-E-T-T-E-R-M-E-N-T dot com slash Allison. Betterment investing made better. Okay. I think we should do iTunes comment of the week. Let me just figure out, is there anything more I need to add? Because I feel like I've been just a colossal farty drip this whole show. I've been, there's been, there's, there was marital discord a little bit, um, which wasn't as bad as it sounded, but I could feel that it sounded bad. And then there was like a lengthy, lengthy discussion of flatulence, which is polarizing. And then there was me just griping about eggs. Did I leave anything out? 
<laughs> Overall, tonight. <laughs> I think it's okay. I think That's what people love about the show. Yeah, right? because what what the fact that she realized that here's how we get the better embryos is is good and it is hopeful and we're going to do one more retrieval yes. and then we have enough to move on to transfer I and think, that is all good. I think the moral of the story oh is Oh my gosh, I'm so you excited. You were yeah, you were afraid that this is it, end of the line. You know, we're in that red part of the just dust tag. is coming out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, instead, she's just saying that you know we need to get back to our routine and it'll be fine. Yeah, just a tiny bit more detail for people who are a little bit confused. Um, so when I talk about the probability of an embryo getting me pregnant, a three-day embryo, most women who do IVF. Uh, implant what are called blastocysts, which are day five. So the average woman who does IVF produces a bunch of eggs. They take all the eggs that are mature um, and they fertilize them and then they end up with more embryos than they would ever need. So then they take them all and they grow them to day five and oftentimes they'll do genetic testing and with that they're able to choose the very best ones to implant each of those has a higher probability of getting you pregnant than what we're doing but with me because we only have so few embryos and we're going to just implant eventually probably implant all of them they don't want to risk growing them out to day five because there's a chance that something that in a lab that won't grow to day five would actually continue growing in your womb. And they don't know how small the chance or big the chances. Like they think most likely if it won't grow in the lab, it won't grow in you, but they don't know. So we're all like, let's not risk it on my right. frozen babies. Okay. Al, do you have <sighs> the answer? I have some leads. <laughs> <laughs> Al has been trying to determine the answer to that question the entire time this conversation was happening. The, the problem is uh, I, I'm going back like 10 years in, in schooling, but it also depends on is it just one single event they put three eggs in, each has a 30% chance of sticking? Yes. Or is it 30% and each event is separate? It's one, it's one, one event. event. Each one has 30% yes. chance. Yes. Well, I, there, there will be multiple events. I'm, I'm asking per event – what is the now overall he has the calculator out? <laughs> now he's off the internet and has a calculator. I'm getting this glimpse at like the brain of Al and Jenna. Correct me if I'm wrong here, but Al is gets single minded about something and will not stop until he has solved it. Is yeah. that correct? Yep, 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 <laughs> yep, yep, yep. That's why he like and he has to process everything and then he'll talk about it for a while and then he'll totally explain the entire process to me from start to finish once he figures it out. There's technically one <laughs> one person on the internet here. I don't know if it's accurate. Says it's a sixty five percent chance that you would get pregnant. What are you looking at? Are you yeah. looking at something that has fertility <clears throat> probability or no, just probability? This is just probability in general. Like, will it rain if there's a 30% chance on Monday, a 30% on Tuesday, and a 30% on Wednesday? What's the chance that it rains on one of those three days? Interesting. And how do you calculate that? So that what they're saying is you calculate. You would, <laughs> Math chat. <laughs> you, would, you would multiply. So in your case, it's 30% chance for those three days. Mm -hmm. So you would say 0.7 times 0.7 times 0.7 is the probability that it won't happen. What does thirty percent have to do with point seven? Seventy percent is the chance, the it, chance won't it won't happen. So if thirty is the percent, it will. Seventy is the percent. Oh it my won't. god, you guys are all fucking geniuses. <laughs> no, we're so not. the probability, yeah. So like, like I said, I don't know if this is if this is accurate though. This is just like some message board. How far did you get in math in high school? Uh, AP Calc. No, you right didn't. Here. Did you really? Jenna's I way did. smart. 
She's AP, way smarter than I am. How did you do an AP Cal? Because I took it too, but I was so lost. Oh, I was so lost. I, I failed the, the AP test. Okay. Yeah. I don't even think I, got I took it. Two. I think you have to get a three as a passing. I yeah. think I got a two. Oh my god. Yeah. Was, I was straight A's all the way through calculus, and then I got to calculus. It was like, nah, I'm done. It gets <laughs> I, so I like it gets so stupid. It's like imaginary and so crazy. Yeah, that's like, where I couldn't. Yeah. Out. I feel like now, if I were to go back and take it, I actually would understand mm-hmm. conceptually what it is measuring. But at the time, I had no, no idea. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't. I think I might. What no. happened for me was I went to a different high school for part of junior year. And so I started one math oh. and then I went back to my other high school and then uh, like was compl- I skipped two chapters or something. And then it was like, nope, I have no idea what's going on anymore. Why bother? Yeah. Yeah. At that yeah. point, it was like, forget it. I'm done. And I've never taken math since. Yikes. Yeah, I didn't take math in... Mm. Oh, I took physics of music, which surprisingly had a lot of math, mm. but I didn't intend to take any math. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> all right. Let's do. So, you guys are all crazy. Freshman year, I had to repeat math eight because I failed it in eighth grade. <laughs> Is it so just, I, that's just the study of the number eight? Yes. <laughs> it's just eight. It's just Four eights. Four eights. Focusing on eight, you dummies. Sophomore year, I took algebra and I got an F. And then really? junior that's year, I took I'm for fabulous. Okay, so it was I a great take, school. I had to take that's man's That's man's That's math. Junior, I had to take algebra again, and I passed. And then senior year, I took geometry, and I cheated on the final, and I passed. How'd you cheat? You right. want to know how I cheated? Yes. Mm-hmm. By I got kicked out of the class at the very beginning of the final, and I, I had to take the final in the hallway, <laughs> and I cheated because somebody walked by who knew a couple of answers, and I asked them for three answers. What did you do to get kicked out of class? I was fucking around with this guy, Casey Johnson, that I used to be friends with, but I cheated on like two of my my senior year of high school. I, had to, I got into college early admission. Mm-hmm. But I did know, that you, too. You still had to get past certain classes. I did at least. Did you do early admission or early decision? Like early de- early decision was if you get accepted, you will go there for sure. Yeah, I did that yeah. one. But I was failing chemistry, <laughs> and I and when they handed out the, I was ser- but for the record, I was getting straight A's and everything else. And I was in AP Spanish. I was getting an A. History. I was getting an A. English. I was getting an A. I just couldn't do the other stuff or mm-hmm. didn't want to, as my wife has told me. And <laughs> I turned the. Like, I got to the second question in the chemistry final, and I, I didn't know the answer. I didn't know any of it. Four avocados! Yes. <laughs> and I turned the test over, and I wrote a letter to the teacher that was like, I'm a gifted writer, and I have a bright future. I had something to them, please, like, it would, you would be doing a service to pass me in this class. Service. Hilarious. And I went in the next day, and I was like, did you read my letter? And he goes, I'm giving you a C. That's awesome! Wow, wow. it was per- you. You it was persuasive enough. It must. I. I got to this day. I wish that I still had what I had written. That's pretty ballsy. That's um, awesome. Really, is. but he did. He did give me a C. Mm-hmm. He did pass me in the class. True story. What can I say? Math was my lowest score in on the ACT because mm-hmm. I just did oh, the not ACT. Ma- what yeah, was that? that was like the other SAT. It's the right? other SAT. Yeah, right, right, and I right. took both because I in Utah most of the schools care more about the ACT. Really, so I did the SAT and the oh, ACT. God. And, um, achievement test, right? That's what they call it. Something like that. And I got, actually, I think the SAT was harder. Mm -hmm. I would say it was a lot harder. I think one's supposed to measure aptitude and one is supposed to measure the other thing. Longitude. SAT (laughs) means, (laughs) is the scholastic aptitude test. Al is still trying to figure out the answer. 
Yeah, he is. I told you, he'll, here's, he'll here's go for it. Here's what I'm going to say. The problem is they make it seem like I have such confidence, and I will explain something incorrectly, and then someone will call me out on it and be Who's like, the you're they? the biggest, dumbest idiot ever, and I'll be like, I was just trying to figure it out for myself. <laughs> you happen to know something. I know, it's didn't. so true. I feel like Al could walk in one day and just be like, the sun is a planet. And we'd be like, yeah, it sure is. All right. <laughs> yeah. Al said so. And the then, sun's a fucking planet. Next. And they just tweet at me like, you stupid idiots. Where did you learn this? And I'm like, I, I, don't, I don't know. They just made it up. You got this, man. <laughs> I don't remember what I was saying. Achievement. Oh, yeah. Achievement. Oh, yeah. No, math was not my best subject. I just kept taking the higher classes because I thought I was supposed to. I was very... No one in my family told me I had to get straight A's, but I decided I had to get straight A's. And um, my junior year of math, no, my sophomore year of math, I was doing terribly in the class. And I, but I was like panicked because I had to get an A. So I asked the teacher, I begged the teacher if I could do extra credit. <laughs> and he said, sure, do whatever you want. So I wrote math jokes. <laughs> And turned them in as extra credit and got an A in the class. What do you remember? I don't, and I wish so badly I could go back in time because I've I've done this a million times in college. I was failing my biology class because I'm so bad at science as well. Right, and so I asked the teacher, "Is there something I can do? I just don't understand this stuff. I'm majoring in." writing and other and literature i cannot handle this and she's like okay do something creative and so i wrote a book a children's book that explained dna oh that's smart and god hooray for dna (laughs) and it was totally cute and i had illustrations and i like bound it with yarn and made it yes it was and it was like how it got discovered you know did you get a publisher I should have, but she took it, and I've always wanted—I've always wanted oh. it back yeah, because it w- metal? took me forever to make it. But I got—I actually—that was my lowest grade in college. That's so that smart. Class. I never was thought. It a B? No, I got a C. That was you my lowest grade ever. Was a C, and then they actually dropped it because I didn't. They said it didn't count towards my major. It was just like a general class, and so right. they didn't count it against my GPA. I never thought outside the box like that in school oh i, I begged all teachers for I extra credit yeah what was your what'd you do i had to take similar to your class i took um, musical cultures of the world class for a ge requirement thinking it would be easy and it was super fucking hard <sighs> because it was like really for music majors so it was really detailed stuff about rhythm signatures polyrhythms and, like and fucking, stuff yeah I just, west no, african polyrhythms so complicated um and i was doing miserably and i for the final I was also taking an animation class in film school, and so I was like, can I just illustrate the idea through animation? Cool. Because I had to do an animation project anyway, so I just did an animated short that used rhythms and kind of illustrated Mm -hmm. one of the concepts I barely kind of got my head around, and he allowed that, and I passed the class. Sophomore year of high school, I I misunderstood a project in my English class and did it wrong. And so she gave me a bad grade. So I begged her to let me redo the project. And we were reading The Hobbit. So I wrote a song about Bilbo Baggins and <laughs> recorded it and turned it in as the as the project. And I got an A in the class. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I should never <laughs> thought to negotiate with Nego- my grades. I always did. Negociations with my grades. <laughs> Do you know what I did in college, Allison? Because I took a year off of college and I wanted to graduate on time. Mm-hmm. So my, I guess it was my senior year, I had independent studies at... Allison and I went to a series of colleges that are five colleges on a one consortium. campus. consortium. Yeah, and Allison went to the good one and I went to the one you get to if you can't get into the, into the good one. Did you apply to the good one? No. Um... <laughs> But I took a lot of my classes at the good one, mm-hmm. and my 
senior year or my third year of college, I had an independent study for my major at Pitzer and at Pomona. Mm-hmm. And for both of them, I wrote a book. Wow. What was your major? World literature. Mm. I was also the valedictorian at my school. You were? Wow. Dang. Yeah. Well, not really. I wasn't the, it wasn't Congratulations. I was the commencement speaker. Still. That's huge. Yeah. That's a big deal. Um, what can I say? Yeah, listen. But check this shit out. I wrote <laughs> the same book and I turned it into both professors. That's great. And yeah. they didn't care? They didn't know. I mean, that was not the deal. Yeah. But I, so I passed two classes with the yeah. same book. That's what I did. I, I just, did you do that? Yeah. Well, the animation thing was for both. I just doubled up. Yeah. And I just remember sitting there thinking, if Cheaters. these two dudes are ever <laughs> at a coffee shop or whatever, talking about this horrible book that one of their students wrote, <laughs> which by the way, was called Stillborn Phoenix. Wow. And <laughs> that's no hooray for DNA. I so want to read this. You Fucking dead it, horse. It's just like. <laughs> It was the most melodramatic, like self-pitying, just horrendous. You should self-publish it on. Uh, oh my I, gosh, I have do it! It, it is a horrendous piece of crap. I once get, I wrote an essay for a class in high school, and I got a B on it. And I gave it to my sister, and she turned it in to the same teacher, <laughs> and, and got, got an A. And got an a. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, she, he just liked her better or something. She's better looking yeah. than me. I in my freshman year of high school, I really hated my English teacher. Just couldn't stand him. I thought he thought he was smarter than everyone, but I didn't believe that he was. And he <laughs> The teacher thought he was smarter than everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he like was no, but like smarter than the world. Spoke. Like he would spout things off about literature and authors and I would just be like, "That's ridiculous." <laughs> and I had conflicts with a lot of teachers for this reason, and so I was like kind of talking back in class and he got angry with me and it was something about American history I guess because somehow I don't remember exactly what happened but somehow the Star Spangled Banner came up and he said if you memorize all three verses and sing the song in front of the class I will let you out of the next paper or something like that and I was like Oh really? <laughs> so then it was like I, over the weekend like, I memorized. I perform at Lagoon. I memorized all three <laughs> verses, stood up in front of the class, sang the entire thing, and was like off the hook for the rest of the term. But Jody did- Sawyer, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> but didn't you? Don't we all already know every verse to the Star Spangled Banner? There's three verses. You know all three verses. I bet you don't, what based on t- her tone. I oh, we never sing past the, the first. first verse is what you hear at a baseball game. Yeah, that's the whole first. That's verse. the one verse. Oh yeah, I don't know any of the other <laughs> ones. I, no, I have. I God don't bless remember. America. No, are you sure? Are you sure? sure? I don't. I'm sure. I'm All of them. I'm We'll let you out of this podcast. Yeah, viewer, we'll let you out of this podcast. I was the best. I was all about negotiations. Smart. Oh my god, Al! Did you know your wife was this way? Oh, of course. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Don't challenge her to stuff. That's how she got him to propose. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Daniel. Yeah. Mm. Just like a line from one of the other verses. Oh, yeah. Do it because I don't will. remember. Oh, well, I'd have to. Oh, Jesus. Uh, Jose, can you see? I, I'm not going to do it. You can <laughs> eat a big old bag of dicks. Eat a big old bag of That's dicks. Eat a big old bag of dicks. Eat a bag of dicks. That doesn't like, sound I, like Francis Scott Key to mm-hmm. me. Yeah. If I sang it, I could get it, but I, I'd be hard to do just sitting here thinking about the lyrics. Sorry. Okay. Next time. Um, let's do iTunes Comment of the Week. Allison wants your iTunes comments. Allison wants them. Yes, she does. Please leave her some iTunes comments and don't forget to click five stars. 
Six Degrees of Alison Rosen by Noah Blowing Less. Excuse me? (laughs) Yes. It's... I, I remember this name because it came up a while ago, and I was always like, Noah blowing less. It's essentially no blowing less, but it's just a fun spelling oh. of it. Oh. No hablo inglés. Entonces. Oh. A wise man once said, <laughs> look for happiness within yourself, for that is the way to true contentment. Those, the wise man's older brother said, what a load of poop. Look for happiness in iTunes. That happiness is exactly what I have discovered in the Allison Rosen is Your New Best Friend podcast. If hopes and dreams exist, then these words are currently being read by a sensual mormon, <laughs> whose sultry voice is only outdone by his knowledge of spreadsheets and beaver construction behavior and statistics and probability. This mormon is Alan Moss, one of the sexiest known... One of the, one of a sextet known as the Thursday Gang. Excuse me, Al. My, what was your original line right there? I thought, Al I thought, was like, I was going I'm just going to compliment myself. Al sees what he wants to yes. see. Joining him are his wife, Jenna, who has a penchant for sweets, funeral potatoes, and Freudian slips in the form of calling her husband by her ex-boyfriend's names. Make it worse, Rob. Greg Heller, who I'm not yet convinced isn't given a a completed Mad Libs sheet to randomly read and interject at opportune intervals along with his catchphrase, any more JMOs, Allison? (laughs) Producer Chef Jeff, whose use of sound effects in any other setting would be deemed vulgar, distasteful, (laughs) and obscene. But given this show's sensibilities is simply expected. Fart noise, tee-hee! And Daniel, Allison's long-suffering husband. Truth. Whose intros will never be to his wife's satisfaction. Truth. And who is slowly (laughs) slipping into madness. But hey, he married her, so stop, stop crying about it already. Yeah, that's true. Then there's the star of the show, Allison Rosen. The leader of the Thursday gang, she is also an interviewer extraordinaire, who on her Monday episodes expertly draws out stories and insights from guests like director James Gunn, comedian Dana Gould, and YouTube star Shane Dawson. But you may be asking yourself, how are all these fantastical people connected? Little do the listeners of ARI YNBF know that they are all former actors whose movies can be connected, Kevin Bacon style, thusly. Jenna Kim Jones was in She's Having a Baby and Diet Coke Withdrawals with Alan Moss, who was in Magic Microsoft Excel with Greg Heller, who was in Look Who's Talking about Haas Avocados with Chef Jeff, who was in 10 Things I Hate About Daniel Quantz with Daniel Quantz, <laughs> who was in He Said, She Said, Verse Said with Allison Rosen. And now you know the rest of the story. Wow. Nice. Thank, Thank you. you for your super nice iTunes comment of the week. Hey, guys. You would like your comment to be read by the sensual, <laughs> sexiest Almas, the sexiest Mormon. That's right, Alan Boss. You just leave us a nice comment Two on A's. iTunes. Two L's. Two S's. There it is. Leave us a comment on iTunes. Click five stars, your favorite number, and you can do that by going to iTunes.com slash Allison Rosen. That is also a wonderful place to go if you would like to subscribe, which I would recommend you do because um, 
you know, it's just it's just good thinking. Okay, so the moving- probability is thirty <laughs> percent. I just want I just want to clear the air really quick. Is it really? Yes. There's, each egg is its own independent event. That's what I was saying. So it's so we're doing math for no reason. Oh. The the question is, what's the probability of having more than one egg fertilized and and successful? And for like to say, if you have twins, and that is nine percent. If to have triplets, it's two point seven percent. So then, <laughs> that's what I'm going to say. Twitterverse, you're welcome. So to then, me. in that case. There's no benefit to putting in three versus two. Is that right? No. Only to say that you're just increasing uh, that, more at-bats. That's what I'm saying. There's uh, no there's no statistical difference. She just wants to reduce, I think, she just wants to reduce the number of times you have to undergo that process because yes. it's more traumatic. You know, it's like the drugs and stuff. She just doesn't and want she, you to. And she thinks it's funnier. Yeah. She's, <laughs> right. It's kind yeah. of like flipping a coin. If it's 50-50, just because you do it three more times, it's still 50-50. Right. So it's just compressing the amount of time it's going to take yes. to do it. I am leaning towards two right now because of the twin triplet issue. But what's really going to gonna push me in one direction or the other is I have to do drugs ahead of time. Mm-hmm. One of them involves having Daniel give me these progesterone and oil shots in my hip slash butt and the needle. I'm fine with that. I'm not. The needle no, is an I'm inch working. and a half. It's like I'm very, yeah, I'm right, totally, right. I've gotten over my fear of little injections in my stomach, but these big this old l- injections in my hip scare the shit out of me. So, yeah, but it doesn't yeah. scare me, so we're good. <laughs> if those are, if those are no problem, then I think I'll do the two thing. But if I'm like, I want this to be over yeah. soon, then I probably won't. I think that's what she's thinking about. The, the, just all of that. All the yeah, you're just, up, like yeah. you're not gonna want to do like if we. I'm have not gonna want to do. She's it not more. gonna want to do. You're not gonna do four. You're gonna want to do two or three. Right. Yeah. And if your fear is, what if we have triplets? There's a 98 percent chance, or 93, or 97 point three percent chance that it wouldn't. Right. Have that. Right. And there's a 91 percent chance that you won't have twins. Although you hear so frequently about people that do end up with twins or triplets. Maybe they're implanting more than three at once. Yes. Doctors say he's got a 50-50 chance of living, though there's only a 10% chance of that. (laughs) What is that that from? The Uh, the naked gun. It's from the naked gun. Mm. That's just me saying, what are you guys all talking about? I don't even know. (laughs) I don't understand. You know what, though? Tell us. All this talk could make a person tired. And if they were tired, I would recommend they go take a little snoozeroonie on the most comfortable, most easy to get in your apartment over the internet mattress you can find by Casper. Casper is awesome. They're revolutionizing the mattress industry, cutting the cost of dealing with resellers and showrooms and passing that savings directly on to the customer. By now, I'm sure you've heard of Casper. You probably know someone who has a Casper mattress who's talked about how comfortable it is, how it has changed the way they sleep. Casper, there it's there's two technologies in the mattress. There's latex foam and memory foam. So it has like the right bounce and the right sink. And dealing with Casper is just a pleasure because you get a risk-free trial. You can try sleeping on your Casper for 100 days and uh, you get free delivery and painless returns if for some reason you're not happy with your Casper, which let's just... That's just not going to happen. Mattresses are made in America. They are awesome. They come in a box 
and you're like, how is the whole mattress in there? You open it up and the mattress unfurls before your eyes. It's it's pretty fun. Get $50 towards any mattress purchase by visiting casper.com. Well, www.casper.com, C-A-S-P-E-R.com slash best friend and using the promo code best friend. Casper.com slash best friend, promo code best friend. Terms and conditions apply. All right. I believe it is time for Just Me or Everyone. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me or everyone? It's Tabo. Just me or everyone. All right. Mallory says, I don't wash laundry based on darks and lights. I wash undergarments, not bras, towels and sheets on hot and everything else on cold. Yeah, I actually don't really sort my colors either. Um, unless it's something that I know is going to dye everything else. But at this point, I feel like my stuff just doesn't. I do everything on warm almost everything on warm and not a lot of agitation in the washing machine you guys not a lot of you can choose the amount of agitating you can you can be like mother-in-law mother-in-law jokes are great <laughs> i i put everything in at the same time and i wash everything on cold but I wash towels on hot and I don't touch any clothing that belongs to my wife because it all has very specific instructions. Yes. Yep. That's a true story. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's Learned the truth. About that. yeah. So you guys do your laundry separately too? No, I do else. No, I just don't do laundry because <laughs> oh. I'm not allowed. <laughs> he, yeah, well, because he'll just put it all in on hot yeah, and that's everything fucked. would just be terrible. We don't wash jeans on hot Mm-mm. and then dry them for like an hour. Are you kidding me? Jenna. I feel like in general, you just shouldn't wash anything on hot. Towels and we wash might be the exception. Lately, baby stuff. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Jenna, mm-hmm. Ayala, who is my wife, puts vinegar Ugh. in the fucking washing machine <laughs> because it's supposed to keep your your clothes from fading. I believe that. I don't do that, but... It, it does that and it also works as fabric softener. Oh, interesting. Chef. I'd be into that. Have you ever done it? Absolutely. No, it doesn't smell like anything. No, I personally find the smell of distilled vinegar revolting, so I have an issue with vinegar, but... But it doesn't... I know the clothing does not smell afterwards. Probably not, no. I would have to burn my house down, though, after I put it in the laundry. (laughs) Regular commercial fabric softener will make your clothes look dingy. Mm. Mm. We don't use fabric softener except for the dryer sheets. We just those are that I think that is fabric softener, right? Though. But we don't add the like liquid in the. the I've stopped using dryer mm-hmm. sheets, except that I just used one a second ago, so I'm a liar. But in general, I don't <laughs> use them when I do underwear and socks because I'm convinced it'll irritate my lady bits. Is there still a snuggle bear? Do you remember how? Yes, those were super cute commercials. Yeah. Oh my god, he was all mama clothes are so soft it yeah. doesn't mean it's not. Are we filming this? Did you just film me doing that? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we are doing. We're taking a little video, you guys. Uh, people love. People are going nuts for the videos that oh, we've been I, taking. I just do a snuggle bear. They love them, but sometimes I worry that it'll like mess things up for people to actually see us when when we exist in their mind. Thoughts? True. True. It's like when it's like when they create a a book character in a movie, and yes. it's not what you imagined. Right. And then you're kind of like, mm, I don't know about this. Maybe we should. Yeah. Recast I don't know that much about it. I know, and I don't think that much about it. But I have learned via Twitter that 
Many people assumed I was an extremely heavy set New York man. Everyone is going nuts <laughs> for how hot you are. People, a ton of people, you're sweeping the nation. Everyone are has there, a crush on you. Are there any more just me or everyone? People, I'm sure you've seen all the comments about how hot you are and they have a crush on you. Most people think I'm a fat old guy <laughs> from New York. Al, yeah. <laughs> I started hashtag hot Greg. Thank you, Al. It's trending worldwide. Leanne Ward <laughs> said, oh no, sorry, B. Slammon says, been writing in all caps for so long. When I try to write normal, it looks like a child wrote it, but my cursive is on point. Mom? Ooh. <laughs> um, I, I can't do the writing in all caps. That's like a, the kind of writing style that architects or people who are into drafting oh, will do. Oh, she means handwriting. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. I defaulted immediately to, to text. But I think if I were writing in all caps, it would be much neater than my illegible scribbling that is uh, the way my writing looks now. It's pretty bad. I write in all caps. I like it. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Whenever I take notes, it's all it's block real no lettering. nonsense. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> like I have really poor handwriting. And mm-hmm. so it makes it so that I can like write legibly. Doesn't Otherwise, it it's garbage. take forever for you to write something though? It can, yeah. That is what I find. I find if I'm writing something by longhand and someone else is waiting for me to write it, I feel like it's taking me forever. <laughs> so then I just start not writing right. out all the letters. And then I can't read my writing at all. Yeah, mine's yeah. like half cursive, half just, I don't know. Yeah, I write it's in horrible. half cursive, half block too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's see, what'd you just write? I wrote the dog went to the store. That's what, it, that's what my Fox. handwriting looks like. It looks like the boy went to the store. Yeah, well, I... Oh, yeah. <laughs> it does. Uh, but I, I wasn't sure if I was going to write boy or dog. Oh, I see. But The I, bog went to the store. <laughs> I have really, like, juvenile handwriting. Yeah. To yeah. lost art. Yeah. Daniel worked on his handwriting, and now he knows calligraphy. What? Whoa. Yeah. Not surprised. Such an artist. Not surprised. I, I couldn't read my own handwriting, I realized. And so I taught myself calligraphy in order to prove my handwriting. It's and impressive. Now, yeah, except now I can't read my handwriting, but it's uh, loopier. <laughs> so. Okay. Leanne Ward says, I always seem to be holding my cat when a guest on ARIYNBF says he or she isn't a cat person, which makes me apologize to him. Oh. <laughs> It did just happen on the Kate Micucci episode. She just, she just, uh, like a passing remark said she's not a cat person, and I, I was like, oh, oh, heartbroken. Did she? Oh, I, did you not hear it? No, I, I, I know she said she liked dogs, but I didn't, I didn't recall. Her I think she said she's not. She didn't say she doesn't like cats. She said she's not a cat person. But I think that to some people, that's the same yeah. thing. No. Hey, man, it takes all kinds. No, I <laughs> talked about it with Ayala this week because I was asking her about it, and she said, this is what we decided. It's okay if you're not a cat person, but if you say, I don't like cats, then you're fucked. That right? seems fair. Is anyone at this table said that, Al, did you say you don't like cats? I don't think so. I just, yeah. I like I think dogs you just implied more. I prefer it. dogs over cats. That's fine. Yeah. yeah. That's not what we're saying. Right. But we're saying if you, but I think I would feel the same way if someone was like, I hate dogs. I would feel equally bad about them. Right, but I think I think it's socially acceptable to say that you don't like cats, but you cannot say that you don't that like dogs. That is true, Jeff. There's a yes. stigma about That's true. Dogs. Which was actually my original point of bringing up the felinophobia trend on the show. Right. Yeah, which what is what, that? Which was awkward. Yeah, that was painful. But it was nowhere near as awkward as what happened on the early part of tonight's show. It was awkward, but you know what? It was necessary. We so got through it. It was healing. <laughs> yeah. A healing conversation. <laughs> 
Yeah. Um, I have a friend, actually, Corinne, who listeners, longtime listeners will know who Corinne is and viewers of the Ustream show, who I just recently connected with and we caught up and it was so great. And she uh, may be coming out to LA in the summer. And we were talking, so we used to do a segment called The Dating Experiment when we were all single. Uh, and she was like, I'll come on the show and we'll do the marriage experiment. She's getting married. And I thought, yes, we should totally <gasps> that do that. Fun. But anyway, when I first met Corinne, she told me that she didn't like animals, but she's changed now. She has a bunch of fish <laughs> and she's super attached to them though, which I think is really cute. But yeah, I, I think I'm always kind of like, hmm, when someone says they don't mm-hmm. like animals, that's weird to me. It is weird to me, but I have to say there are animals that I can say I don't like pets. Like I don't Snakes. like hamsters or any sort of rodenty type pet. What about a rabbits? Ferrets, absolutely not. Terrifying. Rabbits are cute. I'll say it, but I don't I'll think I want it. one. I grew up. I grew up. I had a guinea pig as a kid. I know, and I like. <laughs> I like, tell him all the time. You don't love guinea pigs. This is never happening in our house. His name was Ying Yang because his butt. Had half brown and half white fur. And Aww. it was like a yin-yang. Can you, no. Do you have pictures of him? Bring, oh, absolutely. Bring them in. Yeah. I don't want the, one. <laughs> the guy at the pet store told me he's definitely a dude. We brought him home and he, he got super fat. definitely had babies. And then he had three babies. And wow. we figured out it was definitely a girl. Yin-yang was pregnant when you yeah. bought her? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Slut. We didn't even know it. I know. The things that go on in so pet stores. So you didn't stores. buy her as a baby? No, it was like full grown. Why did, why did you just yeah. call that hamster or guinea pig a slut for being pregnant? <laughs> Well, different fathers for all three babies. <laughs> they came, and they, yeah, they came out. One looked like a cow, like a black and white, and then there was like a gold and white. What a whore that white. guinea pig! Yeah. Was. I know. I'm. So, I'm sorry. I'm. I'm doing a lot of soul searching. I'm thinking, why was I so judgmental? It was weird. Um, Jeez, Al. I guess what I mean, concubine. <laughs> I'm. Glad she does Cunt. what comes naturally to her. <laughs> just, <laughs> yes. That would be really shocking as a kid, though. Were you a little freaked out? Like, it was not to, it's well, a boy, right? We, well, yeah. They said, oh, it's definitely a boy. And it was like some crazy dude who worked at the pet store. So <laughs> we trusted him. And then she used to get like super temperamental if you touched her. And then we woke up one morning and we all of a sudden had Doesn't four, it make you want one? <laughs> four, uh, four guinea pigs. What did you do with the other ones? We gave one to our neighbors, one to my third grade teacher. <laughs> and the other one to like a lady my dad worked with. Yeah. How long did was Yang Yang with you? Uh, like another two years. Then she passed away. Got real sick, and mm. that was it. I mm. had uh, a similar situation, only part of it. I had a rabbit named Elliot that I was told was a boy, <laughs> uh, and then I took Elliot to the vet to get neutered because I don't. I'm always very like I accept that you're supposed to get your animals spayed or neutered, but I always feel sort of apologetic when I'm doing it. Like, are we? Are we sure this is the best thing? Because it's easy for us to say. But who is going to impregnate the rabbit? I, don't, I think Other the rabbits? idea... <laughs> right, Some not- slutty guinea pig. <laughs> I think the idea was it'll be happier if it doesn't have this this urge that is that is never acted upon and i think mm. with and with rabbits like they're better pets if they're neutered or whatever anyway we took elliot in and then we got a call from the vet saying elliot is a female um <laughs> but unfortunately that they and also a dog <laughs> unfortunately <laughs> they only discovered this after knocking her out and then they said, do you want to spay her? And I said, no. And we went and picked her up. But her name was still Elliot, even though a friend of mine suggested we change to Shelliot. Um, <laughs> but she was always Elliot Aww. to me. 
Anyway. If I okay. may, I had a guinea pig growing up. Mm-hmm. This is how white trash my family was. What are you, t- what are you saying? Well, you got the guinea pig. <laughs> we, f- we found it in the ditch in front of the junkyard in our neighborhood. Oh, wow. Yeah, but That's okay. where I got my guinea pig. At that point, I'd be like, okay, we're saving this guinea pig. Yeah. I can accept it. But yeah. I just don't want to like go to the pet store, and then they have the little cage. Get, get one on purpose. It's so yeah. much fun. That is so much fun, though. Yeah. <sighs> when yeah. you bring you, that, that feeling of driving home with like your new little animal <laughs> in a box. For me, it's like, or I think box. it's because they all, all of those little animals remind me of rats, and I just really... Don't like hate rats. rats. Oh God! You know who the worst is? Brings rat to high school chick. Yes. Her, oh, yes. black hoodie, and she was like, "This rat." Yes. Ah, <laughs> oh, she's the fucking worst. There Thank were you. people in the dining hall at Pomona that would sit there with their rats on their shoulders. Get out! Uh, Get out! I remember this one girl in high school. Even in high school, I knew you were supposed to hate that person. <laughs> like I knew. Now it's really easy to hate that person, but in high school, it was like, it's kind of cool. She's got a rat. She's wearing a hoodie. No. But like, even then, I remember thinking, like, <laughs> I hate that chick with her fucking rat. Like you just wanted to walk up to her and be like, "We're looking at you." Okay, <laughs> I know your parents are shit. Everyone <laughs> thinks you're okay now. Take your rat home. Brings rat to school. Except person. I always feel like it's the opposite. Like her parents are probably actually really, really nice mm-hmm. and super sweet, and she's rebelling against them. Maybe like, that, yeah. Get she, out, mom and dad. Don't try to do nice things for me. You don't get it. Yeah, totally. Yeah. But thanks for the rat. <laughs> right. Exactly. Um, I have a question though, Jeff, with your ditch pig. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Derogatory towards guinea pigs I over here. I didn't know that guinea pigs can be in the wild, or was this like an escaped pet? I have no idea. It was it was real. Oh. It was real ratty looking. I think it had been out there for a while. What was his oh. or her name? Harry. Oh, because he was Harry. <laughs> and was he a good pet? He was all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not a ringing endorsement. No, it was like they make a lot of noise at night. Oh, what do they do? They like oink. Oh, they kind of like squeak. Yeah, they go wee wee. Oh yeah. yeah, but you could you could do fun <laughs> different stuff reactions. Like, you could like feed them balsa wood. That was kind of fun. That is the fun that you have with those kind <laughs> yeah. of because they just Ooh, are so like salt lick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> great. <laughs> okay, you can feed them balsa wood. <laughs> so there's animals that can just eat wood. I guess there's a yes. They, it's how they like um keep their keep teeth their down. teeth from growing. This is a lot. A lot. I could eat I'm worried that Jeff uh, has an opinion of my family that we're very white trash. I don't know. I was, I was saying that we were white trash because we found it in a ditch in front it, of the junkyard. Is it white trash that we had a flop-eared bunny rabbit that was litter box trained? No. No. Okay. <laughs> What's white trash is uh, having one in a cage in your backyard that you made out of scrap wood and uh, wire, <laughs> okay. which, is, which is what we had. I was never able to... To litter box train my rabbit. I tried numerous you times. You had a rabbit? Yeah. This is news to we me. Had, like multiple rabbits. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. My rabbit ate Who the floor button off my remote and other things. Did your rabbits eat stuff around your house? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We had one rabbit that we were pretty sure was wild. Someone gave it to us. Mm-hmm. And we thought like, oh, it's a pet rabbit, but it was definitely wild. Hmm. So you had rabbits? Yeah. In separate instances. But okay. yeah. Mm. Yeah. Wow. I'm impressed with the litter box training, though. That is the dream of all rabbit owners. It was pretty unbelievable. This is the passage to India of iPhone movies. (laughs) This is the Rashomon. What's the one super long Japanese movie? Does anybody remember? Seven Samurai? They all sound long. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, 
What happened next then? James Leroy Wilson says, pens everywhere except when I need one. Yes. Yeah, always. That's what happens with pens. Mm-hmm. I just have a bunch of tampons. That's what happens when I look for a pen. <laughs> Overly Methodical says, just me or every Jew. Get excited when I hear there is a new restaurant up the street with amazing soup. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, I like soup a lot. <laughs> I'm not into soup. Oh, I love soup. I make soup so much. I don't know if it's... Are you more into a creamy a creamy soup or a broth? I'm into a broth. I love making broth. I love cooking soup. <laughs> is soup soup is very Jewish. I think it is. It is very Jewish. I feel like I I'm so into soup. I'm really into making my own. Bro- oh, this conversation is so awful. What's what? Then what happened? It'd be great if we uh, heard it in the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I love soup. And yes, if somebody called me and said, "Do you know that new place up the street? It has great soup." I would be like, "I'm going up there to get that soup right now." What right. is your favorite top three soups? You mean like- in life? Top three broths. Oh, well, for sure, a well-made chicken and vegetable soup is my favorite soup. Really? Oh, yes. Absolutely. Okay. And I make a well-made chicken and vegetable soup. Matzo ball soup, of course. Sure. Um, oh, shit, after that, it gets tough. It's, I mean, I do like a clam chowder, but your odds of getting a good clam chowder are almost zero. Mm-hmm. We'll find out from Al what they are. Uh, <laughs> but like the literally odds. 95%, maybe 99% of clam chowder. Oh, you know what? A very well-made tortilla soup. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm into that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With avocado, a little chili on top, and a just a dab of sour cream. Four avocados! Yep. Yep. Tortilla soup's awesome. Yeah, I yeah. love tortilla soup. Yeah. I'm into it. High hit rate, too. You have to think about your soups in terms of like, a bad tortilla soup is fine, but a bad clam chowder is shit. Yep. You know? that's it. You have to think that way. I was surprised when I got sick on the airplane flying to New York um, I had the only thing that sounded good to me in terms of eating anything when we finally got there was um, chicken noodle soup I was surprised at, at how hard it was to find it Daniel backed me up in New York? Yeah. that seems crazy it was hard to find chicken noodle soup isn't something that is on a lot of menus right I, I think found. You we have were looking to call at kind around. of like I was surprised that room service at the hotel just didn't have it. So we had to go find places that are more that are less fancy. Tell tell everyone how I won your heart on our the first time we went out. <laughs> that soup related. Oh, okay. <laughs> we were at a diner and uh did you tell me that your favorite soup was tomato no. basil and then it turned out that nope. that was I said I bet today's soup of the day is tomato basil. You did? Mhm. And then it turned out to be tomato basil. Yep. I'm sorry that I've ruined this story for you. Also I a great soup, though. It is a good soup. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that you had guessed that that was the soup. <laughs> That's when your heart was won. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I've got to sign up for a life of this. Daddy somehow knew it was tomato basil. But no, he had never. Ten years later, out you came. Uh, Put a ring on that. <laughs> I do remember, I do remember when they said our soup of the day is tomato basil, Daniel and I shared a moment like, oh my God, what are the chances? But when you're first falling in love, everything seems magical. It's true. It was like- Excuse me? (laughs) That's like the best drop ever on the show. When you're first falling in love, 
Everything seems magical. <laughs> it's true. It's no four avocados, but it's true. All right. Overly methodical. Nope. Bad blood says <laughs> get annoyed when people jokingly state that they're workaholics on social media and should relax more. Hashtag fuck right off. Wait, what? Why? Um, do you, I don't see that joke a lot, but I guess it could be annoying. Get annoyed when people jokingly state that they're workaholics on social media and should relax more. Is that a subtweet? Like, is there someone that that this person is singling out? Probably, and sub-tweet. maybe we don't know. Right. Diagnosis Which, subtweet. All right, Ashley Bloodworth. And by the way, I said Ashley Bloodsworth more than once, and that is incorrect. It is Ashley Bloodworth. Ashley. I'm sorry. Uh, just mirror everyone. Slightly offended when a stranger asks for my dog's name, but not for mine. I could see that. Well, yeah. Mm. I mean. That, oh that, yeah. <laughs> no. I don't because I don't want to know their names usually. <laughs> oh yeah, actually, I'm just trying to think. Like, if sometimes if I'm on the beach and I see a person with a cute dog, I go, "What's that dog's name?" But then I feel like if I ask, if especially if it's a woman, sorry, Jeff. If I ask her what her name is, then all of a sudden I'm like flirting with her. Wait, why? Sorry, Jeff. Yeah, like my dog. Because he like, was away I from was, the mic. I was, I was speaking at a remove from oh, the mic. Oh, yeah. I thought this you was were a mic oh, issue. Yeah. I see, <laughs> not a cat <laughs> issue. <laughs> <It's> insulting Jeff. <laughs> sorry, Jeff. I ran into this woman on the beach. So, uh, sorry, Jeff. How dare you? Uh, was it Jeff's like, woman? But if you like, if you are on the beach, doesn't this really? This scenario doesn't isn't just specific to the beach. It could take place anywhere. Yeah. But, but if you like, see s- some woman with a dog, and you're like, oh my god, that dog is so cute. What's his name? And then she tells you, and you're like, and what's your name? Then all of a sudden, you're like flirting with her, right? Creepy dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Brendan says, sleep on the couch to avoid folding the clothes on my bed. Hashtag just mirror everyone. Hashtag bachelorhood. Oh, I have done stuff like this. Um, I don't know how many months I slept on a bed that had a drawer full of desk supplies also on that blood. See, I've been blessed with the ability to sleep. I'm very still. I often wake up in the same position I fell asleep in. And also, by the way, I usually didn't sleep at all. That's nonsense. <laughs> I will wake up. I will I will wake up and find you with your feet where your head should be. That's because I can't head... sleep. And I'm tr- trying. Have you been so posting videos? You're saying videos? when you actually do sleep, it's still. It's just that you don't sleep. Yes. Don't have you been posting it. videos of this length on a website somewhere? No, okay. no. We have the video of this length from last time, and I just took a little snippet of it. Okay, fair enough. Th- thus breaking my no edit rule. But see, this is what happens when I allow someone else to film it, Hash- which I'm doing. Just me or everyone, whenever somebody starts a sentence with, this is what happens in your head, you immediately go, when bodies start slapping. It's <laughs> just, just you? you. Just me? Okay. No matter if any, whenever anyone says, this is what happens, I immediately go, when bodies start slapping? Every single time. <laughs> what does, does that mean? From? It's from Baby's Got Back. It's like a trademark. Oh, I get what it means. Yeah. It's like when somebody goes, it's getting hot in here. So, yeah. Oh, God, I hate that. And I hate the way they spell here. Um, But I love Babies Got Back. And I don't know the part. This is. No, 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 no. It's not. Oh, my God. Can we delete this part of the show? No. You'll never be able to show uh, your face around uh, Seattle again. It's from from Wild Thing, you guys. Oh, okay. 
we have to delete this part of the show. Oh. You just lost your cred. Oh, oh street cred. He's not going to sleep for three days now. I, I know. It's okay. It's not okay. That kind of mistake is not okay. It's okay. You're four tiny beers in the hole. They are tiny. You guys, I'm getting pretty loose from these four moths apple juice of beers. You guys, if you're going to buy something on Amazon, which you are, because they have everything, you can probably stop the video now. Okay. <laughs> Bye, you guys. I have a just me or everyone. Though. Oh, okay. So you know Sarah Palin's recent Trump speech? Yes. Where she's like, uh, what is it? Uh, Proud, Bible clinging. Bible, bitter, yeah. Bible clinging, gun clinging, bitter, bitter, bitter clingers. Bitter clinging. Proud clingers. Every, every, time, every time I hear it, I feel like it's she, it's going to be like bitter clinging or uh, Bible clinging, gun clinging, beer clingers. At every mode of escalate, automotive incinerate, light a candle, light a candle, step down, step down. Watch it heal, crush, crush. Uh oh. This means no fear. Cavalier, renegade, steer clear. Tournament, a tournament, a tournament of lies. What is that? Why? I feel like I grew up in a different planet. The sun. From it's the end of the world as we know it. Oh, I hate that song. I hate that song. I. Honestly, I think I might hate REM. <gasps> Do you love them? Well, and you know I, who else I can, love, can I, suck I a like dick them. sometimes? Violent Femmes. I I well, liked them for a while, the and then I got to a po- <laughs> Yeah, they're the same in terms of I don't need them in my life. Okay. <laughs> I liked them for a while, and then I got to a point where I was like, I don't ever need to hear this again. And then now I kind of, I'm okay with them again, but Jeff? You know who's uh, the, Violent Fra- the Violent Femmes is her favorite band? Girl with rat in her in her hoodie. Probably, yeah, perhaps, yeah, yeah. Perhaps. yes. I think that April Richardson, recent guest, is a big REM fan. Is she? She's a big oh, yeah, Smiths yeah. fan. She's a big REM fan too. But I think she's a big REM fan too. But everybody should be a big REM fan of every record until Monster, and then at Monster right. it gets selective. That's yes, right. I agree. Yeah. yeah, but really everything before Monster. Is Which one is stand on green? green? But everything before Monster is close to, if not perfect, consistently. Yeah. So you're including Green in there. Uh, in the although performance. I kind of yeah. liked Monster. I liked about it has its moments. Yeah. What about Everybody saying? Hurts? Great song. Ugh. Oh, Automatic for the People <laughs> is a five star. That record will be listened to in a hundred years. <clears throat> not by me. Night Swimming. Have you ever really That's, listened to that song? Probably not. No. Find the River. I don't. I don't know. No dice. <laughs> <laughs> um. Let's go around the table and say if you like REM or not, and we will take a vote on whether they're good or not. I don't like them. Uh, it sounds like okay. you like them. Well, yeah. I feel like I've already made my case. <laughs> I like everything after Monster. Is that what you said? No. <laughs> I am. Like, Yo, New Adventures in Hi Fi is my jam. Exactly. I don't, I'm indifferent. Ramsey. Uncle Tuba Town. <laughs> See what I mean? Ah, yes. Al? <laughs> Haven't listened to enough uh, of their music. All right. You guys are being very diplomatic. Yes, I do. Like you them. like them? Mm-hmm. Jeff? I, I like them just okay. I I think they're a little... I, I, they All have, right. They have some good songs, but I think they're overrated. And I, <laughs> you shouldn't hold this against a band, but they are one of those bands like No Effects that... They're a good band, but they've spawned a thousand crappy knockoff bands, mm. and I hold them responsible for that. I feel like yeah. it's a... All right, we've got two likes. We've got one f- fervent dislike. We've got two indifference, and Jeff is a push. It's resounding. So I think that... I think they 
they get to exist. All right, one more band. <laughs> then it's we're a good thing they up. broke up five years ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh well, let them know that they get to exist, and maybe they'll reform. All right, cool. I'll give Pete Buck a call and let him know everything's okay. How do you guys feel about you too? Meh. Daniel and I, really I like you too. before we bonded over tomato basil soup, we bonded over the fact that we had both been to the Zoo TV. We were at the same show tour. together. Yes. I didn't know it. Um, but I've come to feel like I don't need you two in my life either. There, and if Matt Nathanson, who I love him, you're friends with him, Ugh. he's super into you two. There's a lot of people I like who are really into you two. However, I personally find them too anthemic. Okay. I don't need them in my life. Do you find their some of their anthems to be messianic? Sure. Mm. I think I do. I also think that everyone related that song one in high school, I was like, this is every relationship I've ever had. And I think everyone had that thought. That's neither have, here nor there, but it's I don't weird. Need them. I don't have the uh the relationship with you two that is anything but my own relationship with you two. Like I don't think of them in terms of what other people think of them. My like that experience that you have of other people's interpretation of that song. I wouldn't even know what other people's interpretation of that song is. You're so pure. No, but it's just like, that's just, <laughs> I think I was young. I, I don't know. It was like, I was in high school when I was in junior high when uh, Joshua tree came. I don't know. But um, every, I think they were great until like Octung babies. Amazing. And then their next album's pretty good. And then the next albums, I could not get into it was all. One t- was one of them that Uno Dos, could yeah, I couldn't yes. stand. I could not stand. That was on how to dismantle an right. Like album. there were a couple songs on each album that I liked, but I really started to feel like oh, I don't really like. Maybe I don't like you two anymore. And then this last album that everybody decided now you two is the worst band and everybody hates them. You loved it. Is amazing. This last album is their most personal and incredible album that they've probably done. I haven't heard it, even though it's on my phone. Uh, Daniel is right about their last album, which I think was judged unfairly due to its method of release, but is actually quite a good record. But I would say that the Joshua Tree and Octung Baby are perfect records, top to bottom. Everything before that has its moments, except for October, which I think is kind of shit. I kind of like some of the songs on that, though, but yeah. Mm, eh, it's kind of spotty. And then there's a period there for about 10 years where they sucked, but they made two perfect records and very few bands have ever done that. Yeah, Jenna Al. I think I missed the era of their two perfect records and kind of grew up more on the later stuff. So yeah, for me, young. I go like, nah, not. I think it. your your generation d- didn't know them when they were like really at their peak, yeah, right, and relevant. I mean, people forget like the Zoo TV thing was the most important thing happening like that was happening while clinton was running for president the first time he would call george bush in the white house the every wall night from was the coming show. down the wall it was like a really that time was actually really interesting and they were at the in the middle of it it just seems silly now to think about that but and they were predicting i don't want they to were at the it, nexus they, of it. this is i'm gonna sound like a douche right now but it's like the zoo tv thing was so it was predicting what our culture did become, which was all about reality TV. It was right at the beginning of all It was all, all about self-obsession. Yeah. I feel like we're in the director's cut of this episode know, right now. Jesus Christ. I know. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. I don't know all. Alan, you two thoughts? Uh, I, I liked YouTube. Or YouTube. I, I really liked him, yeah. and then I'm kind of like, whatever now. Uh, it's a little too political for me, I think, so. You guys, if somebody asked me about who's could do right now, this episode will be four and a half hours long. <laughs> Allison, can we buy things in your Amazon shop or whatever? Yes, but I need to know what Jeff thinks of you okay. two. <laughs> I can take or leave them. I 
I, I have too many other things to listen to to really get too into checking out their catalog. But I was, I liked them very early on, like their first album when they were kind of new wave. And then it was just too much. Like they were just everywhere. And I just, I don't care. But Joshua Tree, I kind of warmed up on an Octung Baby I've warmed up on. So I think I have those on my iPod somewhere, but they're not in heavy rotation. All right. Let me just say one more thing about you two. I just want to say one tiny more thing and then we can say where we can find everyone on Twitter and (laughs) about our podcast. But if you are a DJ on a radio station and you do not play the 30 second outro to where the streets have no name, you should be decapitated. (laughs) I firmly believe that that is the most important guitar portion almost that has ever been recorded. And I feel like skipping over a lot. It's constantly being cut off. Like the brain stew jaded thing in Green Day. Like it's constantly being cut off. You should have to play. That's all I'm going to say. I'll leave it at that. Important. See, we got to something very Mike important. Mic drop. Yeah. You know what album I really liked mm. was Green Day. W- Warning. Warning. It's is the that best the one record. that's like they're sort of a, it's mellow and acoustic? Warning is really their most intimate record, and it's the one where Billy Joe sort of talked about his own life, and it's the one that they've really buried in yes, their own. Yes, I Uber. had it, and I don't know where it is anymore. I had it on CD. Um, History will judge it kindly, and I actually I think, I need to think download it. It's their strongest record. It's their Elvis Costello record. Is this interesting to people? Because I can honestly talk about I mean, this not to me hours. personally, yeah. but <laughs> I'm sure there's someone History out will there. judge it kindly. <laughs> the David All Matthews right. Band. <laughs> I don't know if it's ever interesting, really, to talk about you two. You know what I think <laughs> I need? Did. You know what I need to hear? I don't usually request drops. I know what it is. You I, hear, do, I know. <laughs> take, what can I say? Sorry, sorry. I'm not sure you do. Is it about a biscuit? <laughs> No, that's what you always need oh, to hear. Yeah, I just need to hear more the house of Al. Is full of pot smoke. <laughs> <laughs> Could I hear Al speaking French again? Do you want the short version or the long? The long version. version. <laughs> I want that in a gif, like someone animating something with oh, him yes. just with Al speaking. Is that Beboop his doorbell? Oh yes. No, I, I actually didn't get the doorbell because everybody was talking over it. Oh, oh no! Could you do it again? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's my normal doorbell. Okay, let's hear it. Beboop! Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> Did you get it? A little, little smaller on this one. Okay. I feel like it was a little more drawn out last time. It probably was. It's got to be done in the moment. No way was that smaller. <laughs> this was a little further from I just, the mic. I just I think. backed yeah. off. A okay, bit. you guys, if you're gonna buy something on Amazon, maybe a doorbell. I feel like that's meant these days you could sure. buy on Amazon. Click through the banner on my <laughs> website. Sorry, the owl noises are still playing in my head. <laughs> Through the banner on my website at allisonrosen.com. It doesn't cost you anything extra. Help out, helps out the show. Thank you for Amazon support. You guys, thank you so much for your PayPal support. There's been a lot of PayPal support lately. That is awesome. That's also on my website. We have t-shirts. If you go to the store on the website. Um, also, ringtones available. Extra episodes. Ringtones. Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. And also... Touch the tushy, touch, touch the Get those tushy, on the store, the on tushy, the website. Touch, touch, and um, the Bumper Shoot episode with the Thursday Gang and Sean Patton has been released to iTunes. It should be up in by the time you hear this, hopefully, although there's a chance it'll get flagged and take three weeks or something. But I'll let you know. So follow me on social media. Follow me on Twitter at Allison Rosen. Show's Twitter feed at A-R-I-Y-M-B-F. I'm on Instagram and YouTube as well. Allison Rosen um, everywhere. Facebook. It's Facebook.com slash the Allison Rosen. 
And I'm on a lot of podcasts lately. Uh, other people's podcasts. Jeff, where should we go for you? You can find me on Facebook and Twitter at Colonel Jeff Fox. Daniel? Well, I actually went on another podcast I think is dropping Thursday called oh. the Pro You Podcast on the Nerdist Network. So check that out if you want to hear me tell really personal stories and um, if that's something you're interested in. I don't know. Uh, or you can follow me at Daniel Quantz, Q-U-A-N-T-Z. Alan? <laughs> at Alan Moss on Twitter and Instagram. I don't know how he does it, you guys. How does he make that sound? It's amazing. Uh, You can follow me on Twitter at Jenny Kim Jones and also check out our podcast, Sorry Not Sorry with Jenny Kim Jones. Al's on it with me. It's just a lot of those sounds. (laughs) Full hour of that. (laughs) Um, That is on iTunes and also JennyKimJones.com slash podcast. And Greg? I'm at Dong Attack. You guys, thank you so much for listening. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen show? We had a good time, but now we gotta go. Yeah, Allison Rosen is your new best friend.